Jack. Yes, sir, baby. What's up, baby? Are you ready? Yes, sir. We've got some reacting to do, buddy. They talk about sports and pop culture for two different points of view. A father and a son disagree on with Swagalicious attitude. Today's top story is breaking up down through a generation gap. Listen to him talk about the NFL. Listen to him talk Doja Cat. According to the Osbournes, yeah. According to the Osbournes, yeah. Well, Jack, here we are. Since we last convened around this table to do a podcast, much has happened. Um, not the least of which would be we've had two different pickleball sessions. Oh, wait, sorry. Too soon? Shut up, buddy. <laughs> you want to tell the listeners what happened today? My, my racket was broken, dude. It, yeah. was, it your, was broken. Dude, your ego was broken. At I the, was hitting it at the right every time because my racket was broken, dude. I, 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 I'll get you tomorrow, baby. Yeah, man, it's like if I lose to Jack, it's, you know, lame because I lost. If I beat Jack, I just get this onslaught of, quite frankly, profane language, excuses, no um, excuses. And then, and then a little, like, degrading talk. Like, man, you're 52 and I'm running all over your court. You still beat, you beat me. I don't get it, man. You suck, man. It's like, what do you want, man? Like, I'm just hanging in here, you know, honestly, giving some reasonably athletic teenager all he wants. And, and, and you disparage me, man. What was the combined score in our games today? <laughs> Sorry, wait. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> that one may be cut a little too deep. Hey, Jack, I'm sorry you played really well. Wait, didn't I didn't I beat you the day before, you though? Got, uh, you got me yes, yesterday. Yes, sir. You yes, got sir. Me yesterday, dude. But it's two to one, I'm just saying. All right, but in all seriousness, what really happened since the last time we convened around this table, buddy, is man, the, the NCAA tournament committee has spoken and, you know, Tennessee landed on that three line. And I want to, I want to take this podcast to do two things in the first 10 or so minutes. I want us to basically kind of go through our reaction and then kind of recap reaction that, that, you know, happened around social media and around the nation. And then in the second 10 minutes, I want to talk about how we feel this team, Tennessee volunteers are going to do in this bracket. Sound fair? Yep. Okay, cool. All right. This morning, I was on a run. I listened back to our podcast, and something struck me as, I don't know, profound might be the wrong word, but significant. You and I both said that UT deserved a two, but we both thought they would get a three. We were both right, obviously. It's funny. I sort of didn't recall that, and I'll get to why I didn't recall that later, but let me ask you this. Do you remember saying that? Well... That, that you thought that they I deserved it too. I remember saying that in the podcast, but then as I as as it went on, as the day went on, I was like, "Right, we've got to be a guaranteed two. Don't even go there because I'm gonna I'm gonna set the table for why I think you and I both thought maybe we were guaranteed two. But do you remember? Like, if you listen back, you would obviously remember because we said it. It surprised me too, but we said it. Why did you initially think? Forget what happened later. Why did you initially think? Yeah, we probably deserve a two, but we're gonna be a three. Why'd you think that? Um. Really put me on the spot there. Uh, if it's just a gut feeling, it's just a gut feeling. It's just a gut feeling, I think. Okay. I felt, I, I, I felt it for two reasons. Number one, I thought we had a lot of ground to make up, if you will. Number two, I feel that, I don't know, no one ever really talked about Tennessee all year. You know, we were just quietly closing the season 15-1 and one in the SEC, if you count those three SEC tournament victories. And no one was really ever talking about us. You know, quietly having this great 
record against quad one teams, quietly amassing a season where we had zero quad two through four losses, but no one really said anything about Tennessee. And I heard Joey Brackets, whatever they call that guy, Lenardi, basically say, wait, Leonardo? Lenardi. 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 Why did I just zone on that? I, I basically heard him say, I don't know, on, on some little snippet that, you know, um, I don't know, something that made me think, uh-oh, Tennessee's going to be a three. So when I listened back, I was like, oh, that's right. I thought they were going to be a three. And the reason why it surprised me is, man, do you remember when we tuned in to the bracket reveal, how hard, you know, uh, what's that guy's name? Seth Greenberg, Jay and Billis. Billis. They, they were like, maybe Tennessee could sneak into the one seed. Right. I mean, they were So go- you just think, oh, it's a guaranteed two, right? I mean... Yeah, and and honestly, they're saying all the things that no one has been saying about us. Hey, they're playing their best basketball. They've got this three-headed attack at guard. They can play big. They can play small. They protect the ball. They play nasty defense. They rebound the ball. they got a Hall of Fame coach. Oh, by the way, they've got a great record against quad ones. They compare great against, you know, everybody else. They rolled through their tournament. And I'm sitting there watching that being like, yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah, baby. You're, you guys are right, man. That's and at at that point, I was like, "Well, we were a two. I really felt at that point we were, we were a two. You know, the AP poll jumping ahead a little bit. It came out today. They clearly think we're a two. We're in the top five. I'm guessing that we're five. I just know we're in the top five because I saw that headline hit my phone. So obviously, AP voters think that we are are better than you know a three seed. I don't know. Um, you know, whatever. Uh, that That's why I thought we'd be a two. But ultimately, we land on the three line. And, Jack, the twos are Kentucky, Auburn, Duke, and Villanova. Hold on. One reason I am happy that we are the three. Yeah. We're in Villanova's division. We're yeah. going to be the underdog if we make it to the Sweet 16 going up against them, assuming they make it. Yeah, assuming and we make it, right? I feel like they, won't, they beat us early in the year. I think they may have a little too much confidence. I don't think they're going to be like. Well, let, let's I think say, that's let's a, let's save how we think we're going to do in the second part of the podcast. Right now, I just okay, want to right now. Okay, okay. <laughs> right now, I just want to get your reaction to, you know, how we landed. And so the twos: Kentucky, Auburn, Duke, and Villanova. Well, g- give me your thoughts on those twos. Sure. Um, you know, beat Auburn. They were saying, well, maybe Villanova got the two seat ahead of us because we're they had us head to head. But I'm like. That's not why. We we have Arizona head-to-head. We have Auburn head-to-head. We have Kentucky head-to-head. So that's obviously not why. Yeah, that knife didn't um, cut both ways for us. Yeah, Duke, um, there was this uh, – there were these stats somewhere. I've, I've got them. It basically – Here, are, let, me, let me read them. Let me read sure. them. Sure. Uh, I think I can find it. Oh, here we go. So – Duke's net was 13. I'm not quite sure what a net is, but they're... That's net ranking. It's just another component to rank okay. you based on their a million Ken metrics. Their Palm was 12. That's another ranking thing, right? Yep. Their strength of schedule was 67. They had six quad one wins, and they had four uh, quad two to four losses. Right. We had 11 quad one wins. So more than them. And zero quad four Quad two to four losses. Uh, All of our losses were quad one. Obviously fewer than them. We every, were, every team we lost to was a tournament team. Go ahead. Our net was eight. Our Ken Palm was seven. Yeah, so ev- our, our, our strength of schedule was four. Every single metric, we dominated Duke. So th- these, these are my thoughts. After getting thumped on the road at Kentucky, Tennessee finished the season 15-2, 15-1 in conference if you count you know those three games in the SEC tournament. We went 3-0. and 
against Kentucky and Auburn in that span, including a virtual wire-to-wire victory over Kentucky on our way to an SEC tournament championship in dominating style. We only trailed for one minute and nine seconds. and It might even be one minute and six seconds. That's off the top of my head. In that entire tournament, and I don't know, man, we, we get the three, and Kentucky and, and Auburn get the two. I can actually live with Kentucky. Because I agree. I, I actually think Kentucky might be a better team. Auburn threw up down the stretch, and then you pointed out Duke. I am so sick and tired of Coach K and all the people that worship him. I'm so sick and tired. And I look, Coach K, great career, okay? But don't let the door hit you on the beep beep on the way out because I'm tired of it. I'm just tired. Like, how Duke is ranked ahead. I mean, Duke got rolled in their conference championship by a bubble team, okay? That's right. They just got absolutely manhandled. I mean, Virginia Tech had to win that game, I think, to be in. And and that's my other thing is that people are like, well, you know, the tournament doesn't matter. The the conference tournaments don't matter. Really? Because if they don't matter, why does the NCAA tournament matter? I mean, like, let's just award championships based on your regular season. I mean, if tournament basketball doesn't mean anything, then let's get rid of it. Okay. Some say, well, it's the, some say, well, it's the automatic bid, and you got to. Okay, great, fine, automatic bid. But then let's just not, as fans, care at all. Or better yet, hey, if you know you're in the tournament, pull out of your conference tournament. So, so, so like, they don't. Like, so if, their players don't get hurt, right? Exactly. If you know you're in the NCAA tournament, you better pull out of the SEC tournament because what if you turn an ankle, Jack? So, like, like Kennedy did. That's dangerous, man. It's just silly that that the the conference brackets, the conference tournaments don't count. And it's absolutely a spit in the face to teams like Tennessee and Texas A&M. That's I mean, right. Just, just disgusting. That Texas A&M had won seven straight before they lost They to weren't us. even the first one out, I learned. They're like the third or fourth out. So I <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I know. Okay. I know. Okay. So it was tough. I mean, my reaction was was negative, and I was not alone. And by the way, I'm not the hey Tennessee got screwed. I'm not that guy. the The internet's littered with that guy, and that guy's a clown. But in this instance, Tennessee got absolutely jobbed. Um, one of the guys, I think it was Rick Butler on on Rocky Top Insider, wrote a great piece. And it's called Social Media Reacts to to Tennessee Vols Shocking Tournament Seed. Let me read you some of these reactions. You ready? Gary Parrish of CBS Sports. Tennessee is not a three seed. There are not eight better resumes than the Vols in the resume, uh, than the Vols resume. That's a mistake. Amen. Dick Vitale, Dickie V. Come on. How in the world is Tennessee a three seed? They deserve and earned a spot on the two line, having won 12 of 13 in the, right. in the toughest conference. And he's saying 12 of 13. It's really 15 of 16 if you count the three in the, in the conference tournament. Um, CBS, uh, the CBS Sports Headquarters. Um, uh, oh, I'm sorry. It's CBS's Matt Norlander who runs the, the account CBS Sports HQ. No statistical viable reason or defense to have Tennessee as a three seed in the tournament. Um, Barstool Sports. Tennessee got hosed on boycotting the NCAA basketball tournament until Wednesday. <laughs> that was pretty funny. And then they... They they, they always got to be funny. Yeah, well, and then they, they, uh, they tw- uh, tweeted again, Tennessee was 10th, not even the 9th. That's it. I'm boycotting one of the play-in games, too. I thought that was hilarious. 
Um, who else is notable here? Uh, you know, Lenardi went on ESPN and tried to defend it, his guys. It, yeah, he tried to defend the committee. Here's the deal: Lenardi doesn't decide. He's just some. I don't know, guy that gets great smack, a talking head, someone that's got the committee's ear. He's dead on. He's important to pay attention to, but he doesn't decide. Still, Reese Davis of ESPN kind of just said, look, well, Lenardi went on on ESPN and was like, hey, I knew Tennessee would be a three seed, and you guys kept saying they'd be a two seed. I knew all along. And Reese was like, okay, why? And he he really didn't have great reasons. I mean, he said basically no one was going to put him ahead of Duke. He said something like, oh, it's these these Sunday championship games. It's already been like something like that. He more or less said year after year after year, it's proven the championship games don't matter. And and he's true. I forget it year after year after year, but he's, he's right. I don't know. Play him earlier or don't play him. Honestly, Tennessee got locked into a five seed probably by lunch on Friday. Okay, three seed. Oh, I'm sorry, three seed probably by lunch on Friday, and that was that was probably that's probably the way it went down. So I don't know. There's that the, needs to be fixed. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. You got I, screwed. Yeah, and again, I, I, I guess let's say you can live with Auburn. Let's say you can live with Kentucky. I cannot live with Auburn. I, I can't either. But let's say you can, because just say you're going with the totality of the season. They had this great year. Let's say you can live with it. I can't live with Duke. Duke a two seed. You already said it. The net rankings: thirteen Duke, eight Tennessee. Ken Palm rankings: twelve Duke, seven Tennessee. Strength of schedule: sixty seventh Duke, fourth, fourth Tennessee. Quad one wins six. Versus 11 for Tennessee. And then uh, Duke with four quad two through four losses. The Vols with zero. It's just a travesty. It really is. I don't know at the end of the day that it matters too terribly much. But I wish we could have seen our Tennessee Vols on the two line, buddy. I just wish that. Thanks. Oh, well. All right. Well, let's take a break here real quick. And when we come back, we'll talk about how we think the third seeded Tennessee Vols will fare in this year's edition of March Madness. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. And we're back. Jack, sometimes we take a break and we literally, it's like a two-second break and we start recording again. Other times, a whole day can go by. So, hope we don't repeat anything that we said last segment. But the last segment, basically, we were kind of giving our reaction to Tennessee. Now we're going to give... Our realistic expectations of what this team can do in the NCAA tournament. Jack, I, I first want to start with some of the other regions, okay? Okay. All right, the West. You've got Gonzaga as your one, okay? Duke is your two. I think that's – and we've covered that last segment. Duke is such a overrated, overseeded two. Um, Texas Tech is your three. Arkansas is your four. UConn's your five. Bama's your six. Michigan State's your seven. I think the Zags got... They got it tough, in my opinion. Oh, really? See, I don't think they have it that tough. I think having a paper tiger like Duke as your two opens it up. I think Texas Tech's a tough physical team, but Arkansas is a four. It doesn't scare me if it's a one-four matchup to get to the... Okay, uh, well, but I, I mean, you got Alabama, you got UConn. I mean, I, if, if you have Alabama as a six, which you probably won't run into, but... In case you do, I, I don't. I mean, those are all teams that that can do it. 
That's in fair. my opinion. That's fair. And and you can also, I'll tell you what, if you're going to talk Bama at the six, let's talk Michigan State at the seven. It's always hard when you see, you know, Tom Izzo standing uh, across the uh, scorer's table from you. So uh, they, they've got they've got some – look, every bracket's going to have some teams in it. But I think all things, at least from my perspective, all things said, I can tell Gonzaga was the overall one seed. I feel like they yeah. got – I think they were the overall one seed. I, I feel like they've got – a reasonable, um, a reasonable path, certainly, certainly to the Elite Eight, uh, probably beyond. Uh, I don't think Duke survives too long in this tournament. I tell you one thing that the tournament committee did 100% on purpose. They are hoping that the two in the West, Duke, and the seven in the West, Michigan State, both advance. Because then a round two matchup between Izzo and Coach K. They've battled plenty of times in the NCAA. That would be an interesting matchup. Who would you have in that if it was Duke versus Michigan State? Well, I would have Duke, but I don't have Michigan State. I've got Davidson. Oh, so you've already picked. You've got Davidson knocking off Michigan State. Interesting. All right. Well, we won't get that micro with this particular tournament rundown, but let's keep it 30,000 feet. Who do you see or, or do you have someone coming out of the West yet? And I don't necessarily have all of my Final Four. Um. This could change, but right now, I have Texas Tech. Really? Yes. Okay. All right, let's talk about the East. In the East, you've got Baylor is the one, Kentucky is the two, Purdue is the three, uh, UCLA is the four, St. Mary's is the five, Texas is the six. You know, I, I kind of, I think that this region opens up for Kentucky, particularly if that, I agree, if that um, forward for Baylor, I can't say his name, Jonathan Chumwa Chachua, I, I, yeah, yeah. Ch- Ch- I, Chamwa Chachua, he's, he, you know, he's out. He had season-ending surgery. I feel that Baylor's not the same team that they were with him. That kind of opens it up for for Kentucky. You go to the Midwest, and you've got Kansas as your one, Auburn as your two, Wisconsin as your three. Providence is your four. Iowa, a team I've seen a lot of people be hot on as your five, and LSU is your six. Iowa's in my elite eight. Is that right? I kind of have Iowa making some noise as well. I feel that Iowa had a great season. Um, and they're, they, they, uh, uh, they're, their leader, Jordan Boo Canyon, I mean, he, he's just like folky, except he's actually good. Um, <laughs> That's harsh. He's, he's, been, he's been doing this for a while. I think it's his fifth or sixth year. And I think he knows what he's doing, and I think he knows how to play and, and what this environment is. So. He is one of those super seniors, and you need, you need that type of leadership. Um, it's nice to have that type of leadership to move forward. Look at Folky. I mean, say what we want about him. He closes every game. He played great in the SEC Tournament Championship. And there's something to be said for being the last guy, you know, the, being in the five that finishes the game. It's one thing to be a starter. We hear this all the time. It's another thing to be a finisher. And I also think that um, Wisconsin could make a deep run um, in this place because they would be going up against um, uh, Auburn in the Sweet 16, but I don't know if Auburn will make the Sweet 16. I, I, I agree that Auburn's going to have their hands full. Wait, let's look at Auburn's draw real quick. Auburn. I, I, I got it right here. All right, go ahead. They've got Jacksonville State. I said it's a win, but then they got the winner of US, USC in Miami. And I both – no matter who they play, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they can make it to the Sweet 16. I think that's a tough draw for a team that's really not hot right now. Yeah, 
It'll be interesting. They, like if they can, if they can just give the ball to number ten and get out of the way and have those guards play somewhat contained. I mean, I think they could do it. But I agree. I mean, you run into USC or Miami, and I hear Miami's got fantastic guard play. Don't know much about USC. Uh, other folks they could face on down the line, dude. A two-three matchup versus Wisconsin, I would tend to favor the Badgers primarily because, like what you said, they're just not playing great basketball. I don't look for a coachless essentially LSU team at the six to make much noise in the I Midwest. I agree. I, think, I totally agree. I think they could maybe win the first round, but I do not see them moving past the round of uh, 32. Whoever right. they play, who do they? Uh, let's see. Oh, if you look at LSU, they've got Iowa State. They play the winner oh, of Wisconsin. They could, and They've got the winner of Wisconsin and Colgate. And you're right. I mean, uh, I don't even know if they could beat Iowa State, honestly. You know, I got Iowa State. 11s have gone far recently. Yeah, and I got Virginia Tech beating Texas because they're on fire. Okay, and which, what's that? Which So, this is in the East, the one with Baylor. That's your 11? Uh, yeah, I see them beating. I see Virginia Tech, Tech making beating, a yeah. big run, honestly. I, I think they have a chance against Purdue as well. Well, we saw in the ACC tournament championship game, and again, apparently tournament championship games just don't matter, but Virginia Tech, what, God, they played nasty. We watched that game, Jack, and they, yep. they played uh, high-level, high-energy basketball. All right, well, I'm, I'm going to tell you one more stat, and let's, let's go through these seeds as, as I tell you this stat. And it's a stat that you don't want to hear if you're a Tennessee fan, but each of the last three seasons, a 14 has beat a three. I, 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 I thought that it was going to be something like that because I remember I'm pretty sure Colgate may have been a 14 last season, and I'm pretty sure they beat a three seed. Let's hope it doesn't happen in the South, because Tennessee's your three seed. They face Longwood. Let's go through the other 14 threes. You've got Colgate and Wisconsin. I don't see Colgate beating Wisconsin. Me either. You've got Yale and Purdue. I do not see Yale beating Purdue. And then you've got Montana State and Texas Tech. I don't see Montana State beating Texas Tech. But you know what? I don't necessarily see – I don't see – I don't see Longwood beating the Tennessee Volunteers. It is interesting, I thought, when I read that a 14 has beaten a 3 in each of the last three tournaments. Let's hope that does not hold serve this tournament. If it does, let's hope it doesn't hold serve in the South. But going to the South, you've got Arizona. And did you see – well, let, let me let me go through the seeds. Arizona's your 1. Villanova's your 2. I don't have a single – I've got a little bit of a gripe with all the 2s. Not so much Kentucky, though. That's, that's a really good team. Vill- I agree. Villanova, I don't have a gripe with. Have a huge gripe with Duke, huge gripe with Auburn. All right, so Villanova's your two there. Tennessee's your three. Uh, Illinois's your four. Houston's your five. That's a, that's a, pretty, good, that's a pretty good region, man. I'm um, not going to lie. Looking at Tennessee's specific path, though, I like Tennessee's first weekend draw. We, I love our round of 32. Yeah, against Colorado State or Michigan? Yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting. And I could, I could see Michigan winning it because, you know, I mean, they are a Power 5 team. They, I, feel like, I feel like any Power 5 team that's made it in has a chance to win in the first round. As much as I agree with that in theory, I would also add this. College basketball of any of the college sports, I think, is the most you know, mid-major friendly. It's the flattest earth. I mean, you see people making runs out of nowhere from all the, uh, all the time. And, you know, so I, I would never say, hey, a Power 5 team has an absolute advantage. I do get your point, though. I'm not saying they have an advantage. I said I think they can get it done. No, no, no. I, like, I, I 100%. If I'm Colorado State, I'm not thrilled to see Michigan. But 
I think Colorado State moves on. Whoever moves on, I, I'm not scared of that matchup. You start getting into that second weekend, you know, if it's uh, – if it's a Sweet 16 matchup between the three and the two to, to go to the Elite Eight, I mean, that's rough. That, that's, that's a tough Villanova team that beats you. But, hey. Well, let me just say. Yeah. Um, I, I know, I, of course, I'd rather have a two seed, but I'm glad that we're facing this two seed if we make it to the Sweet 16 because we'll be underdogs for the second time, and I think we could easily pull off the upset. That's an interesting take. You know, Tennessee's not been an underdog in a long time. One thing that I always was talking to you about late in the season that I felt favored Tennessee, no one was talking about them. Yeah. No one was talking about Tennessee until... I've heard a lot of noise and, now. Exactly. Until, so I, wonder, I wonder if that will play for or against the Vols. What I, I don't like people talking about Tennessee. I'd rather them be a well-kept secret. But I kind of like the context in which they're being talked about now. It's, oh my gosh, they got slighted. And I feel that Vol Nation, the Tennessee Volunteer athletic teams themselves, they do better when they've got a chip on their shoulder. And, yeah, I don't know that the team cares. The fan base sure cares. And the basketball world seemed to care that they didn't get a great seed given, given their resume. It'll be so fascinating to see how it plays out. Super interesting that in our region, we've already faced the one and the two. I, I wonder how often that happens, a one, two, and three in a region that's, uh, that where you have one of them having faced the other two. Hey, speaking of the one, uh, Arizona's Kirk Creasa, he tweeted out a picture of his ankle. Have you seen this? I have not. Dude, check this out. I've got to pull it up on my okay. phone right now. That's enough. That's, it's really nasty. He writes, not easy, but doing everything I can to get back, to get back on the court with my brothers. It's March. Time to go. I wonder if they're the same team without him. So, I don't know. I th- I think Arizona's the most talented team this year. I think Arizona's a really, really good team. I mean, they got that Beloco seven-footer. They got Benedict Martha in. I mean, I think they are just loaded. They got the six-man of the year in their conference. I think they're loaded. I think it's fair. I do. I think they're a monster. I absolutely do. I think they're a great one seed. I don't know which one seed they were. I don't know if they were the second or the third would, or the fourth I would one seed. They were the second. Yeah. Well, because Baylor, there's no way Baylor was the second. They lost like they lost that key early. player. Yeah, and then they're not they the same team they were. In the, right. In the, uh, and then who's the Kansas? Kansas did win their tournament, so they're either uh, they're it's either interchangeable with Kansas and. Arizona Kansas always wins their tournament. I mean, good grief. Like, I don't know. Who knows how good the Big 12 is? I'm not I'm not super. I'm pretty sure the Big 12 has like, it's either the Big 10 or the Big 12 that has nine teams in it. So Yeah. Well, be that as it may, the SEC wound up getting six teams in it. We are obviously should focused. Have been seven. It should have been. We are obviously focused on the Tennessee Vols. It is, as they say in the business, Jack, nut cutting time. Can I say that on a podcast? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it is nut. It's nut. <laughs> you wouldn't. It is nut cutting time. Jack, what is the floor for Tennessee? What is the ceiling for Tennessee? The floor is a sweet 16. Um, the ceiling is a final four. I think that we get – I think a realistic, like, happy goal would be an Elite Eight because I think we could get past Villanova. But I don't know if we get past Arizona. But if we do, that's our ceiling, a Final Four. Yeah. Here's my thing. I'm fine with a sweet – like, okay, my floor is a sweet 16. I absolutely think we're getting out of the first weekend. And unlike previous instances, I'm not scared to to 
to pre- say it to predict it just because I just think and we've said it a million times all the things that I like about this team it's the guard play it's the defense it's the five by committee which kind of spins into your depth it's the coach it's the I'm not sure if I said leadership in there but you've just got you, you, there's a million things oh and by the way they're playing their best basketball just rattle them off there's trillions of reasons um this team survives the first weekend, period. They just do. And then they get a rematch against Villanova because I do think Villanova is who you're going to face in that Sweet 16. And guess what? I think like the odds makers will have it at a one or two, maybe a three-point game. I mean, it's a coin toss, right? I agree. Coin toss for the Elite Eight. So let's see how it plays out. So what's your ceiling? I'm with you, man. My ceiling's a Final Four. I'm not quite willing to say anything beyond that i'd need to kind of see who we faced or whatever to see what i think our our chances are in that final four but no i think i think i think my ceiling's the final four i think this team is a great 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 basketball team dude i think they can do it man plus i've said it a million times when you have a good team and it's tournament basketball at some point it's got to break again you're blindfolded they're spinning you around you got the stick you're swinging at the uh, the pinata one of these times you're going to hear the candy hit the floor and i think rick barnes is due i, I really think this team's going to make a special run that's a fact a couple racks a couple glammies on what's the how does the end of that go that's a, i don't know you'd know the first part though yeah you, you want to do it again no all right, fair enough. All right, guys, listen, thanks a lot. Stay tuned. We'll be posting again about this tournament, obviously. We might even have a special pop culture post coming soon on... According to the Osbournes, yeah. According to the Osbournes, yeah. According to the Osbournes, yeah.